Hi friends, welcome to the Bloom Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Sad, alongside with your other host, Elizabeth Critton. This is a podcast where we connect as real women with real stories. All of us on here know how to laugh and have a good time, but it doesn't mean this is your typical brunch talk. As a disclaimer for our listeners, at times the stories and conversations may feel a bit too real, because they are. We want these conversations with you, no matter how surface or deep they go, because real relationships don't just hang out at the shallow end where it is always sunny and safe. Your real tribe is willing to go with you into the deep and come out swimming with you on the other side. Ultimately, we are here to shine light where it is dim or dark and slay the lies in your life by covering them with God's truth. Our hope for everyone listening and joining us is to empower action, encourage hope, and equip you with the power tools to break through and be who you are made to be. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. And you can find us on Instagram. Our handle is at bloom underscore strong. Thank you for joining us. Now let's dive in. We're live on air. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while, but we are excited. Fall begins today and fall is one of my favorite seasons, but we are excited to be here and excited to have more conversation. We wanted to start fall off with kind of a jump into health and growth and but a deeper understanding of why we choose to um, kind of approach health in a different way than we have been taught. So Elizabeth um, has really been on this amazing journey. God's giving her revelation and just new understanding and new conviction and a more peaceful foundation to rest on and grow from through her um, physical health. And it looks different than what we're used to in the world. And God calls us to be set apart and do things differently and his way. And so we're excited to jump into this and um, we'll kind of explain the challenge that we're going to start with. We're going to challenge our flesh and you can join us, but we're also going to explain kind of the deeper understanding of how this challenge is going to look. Yeah. Um, I'm so, so excited. Um, like Annie said, I've been on a pursuit to really find freedom with food, not only for myself, but for so many other women who I know struggle and God is faithful and he will turn around, um, any disappointments or pain in our life. If we process through it with him, he'll turn around it, turn it around and help us grow and heal and he'll give us revelation and breakthrough. And so for me, I had to realize, you know, anytime things in my life went a little wonky or not the way that I wanted them to go, I would really want to control something. And one thing I could do really well at was nutrition and fitness. So dial in those macros, pre-check all my food, make sure I was hitting the weights, working out and all of that. And I was really good at manipulating my flesh to get a result to help me feel and look really confident, really put together. And then um, God kind of brought me to a place where he told me no more. And I was like, what? Why? Like, I really want to do this. Like, it really makes me feel better. (laughs) And he was like, no, because that's not freedom. You're putting a Band-Aid on your pain and I want to heal you because I love you and I don't want you to be stuck anymore. And so that was really scary for me. And it's involved a lot of um, surrender and a lot of 
slowing down and um, looking at myself not just as a physical person that is nourished by food and strengthened by exercise, but as an emotional person, a spiritual person, a relational person, but how to feed all those different parts of myself so that um, I'm not mainly focused on food. And what I didn't realize was I would go from eating because I felt uncomfortable because of pain that I needed to process or restricting and controlling because I wanted to cover up the pain that I was feeling. And so it's been absolutely transformational. Um, the things that he's been revealing um, and some of the physical changes that I've been noticing, it's taken a couple months for me to actually start to see, because I knew that I knew that there was a promise like in surrender, like, okay, if you start feeding all the parts of yourself and processing through pain, fear, anxiety, sadness, discontentment with me, I knew my flesh would align if I was nurturing the other parts of myself, but I had to trust that. And it wasn't, it's not a perfect unfolding. And I think that that's what's scary. So, so many times too, when we say like, okay, well, I'm sick and tired of the same result. I'm sick and tired of looking this way, feeling this way. I'm going to cut out this, or I'm going to fast, or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be super diligent. We, we put ourselves in a place where we're so focused on the food, on the physical result, on the weight that we don't acknowledge that we're filled with anything else but food, that we are worth any more than a number on a scale. And so what happens is we feel depleted, we feel emptied out, we feel like we're in suffering, rather than saying like that's only one small part of who I am. And there's so many other things that I can focus on to heal and to feel my best and to nurture myself. And so in a nutshell, that's what's been happening. And yes, my body's changing and no, I haven't weighed myself and I don't plan on it. So it's been really freeing. I wanted to ask you, Elizabeth, even when you were in those places, because I know this is not unique to probably how a lot of our listeners feel. Um, when you were in the places that you had control over the food you were eating, you had control over just strength and can, um, exercise and feeling strong even in those places where you were reaching those goals, did you feel free? I think I had a really like morphed sense of worth at that point. Like I felt like if I was really lean and strong and like cut, then I was like desirable and worthy and powerful and influential. And um, as I get older and as I realize how short life is and what really matters and what I want to leave and impart in my my son and generations to come and the, the young people in my life, I just realized like there's so much more and people aren't going to remember that. The, the legacy and the love that I get to leave behind isn't going to come from that. And then also um, I could do it and I could tell other people exactly how I did it in the physical and give them the exact numbers of what to eat and how to work out. But myself included, it was hard to sustain, if that makes sense. It was um, something that I had to be laser focused on. And when you're laser focused on a result or regimen, it's um, hard to enjoy your life. It's hard to be free to go out and play in the grass with your kid or go eat a cookie and not have to track it or those kinds of things. And so um, 
I don't think I necessarily thought, felt free. Sorry, this is a long explanation. I didn't feel free then. I felt, I had a more sense of worth at that point. And I think that freedom and how God calls us to steward and delight and to interact is you're joyful, you're peaceful, and he wants you to just have fun in each day and not be laser focused on just what you look like. That makes sense. As you were talking before, I just wrote sustaining. And I think that's the biggest thing. It's, it's depleting when you have to feel like you have to reach a certain level and be at a certain level all the time. And God doesn't ask that. He, he already just calls us to live and find joy in every single day in our bodies, where they are. It's the journey. And so even when maybe it's not just the physical goals we meet, but even when we're striving and striving to hit a certain goal and we get there and we don't feel that peace and that fulfillment, that fulfilling of um, what we had taken so much of our life and our time to focus on and do, we actually, we reach there, but then we've also missed so much of other parts of life, who we are, what we could have enjoyed, what we could have lived in. And so I think um, with that story, I love it. And so going to kind of this challenge that we're gonna step into, and it looks different than um, a normal challenge would be, you know, we did the 21 days challenges, and it was always removing this, no limiting and removing and re limiting and removing. And it worked, of course it worked. Um, and it helped, but, but then when we don't know how to bring that stuff and manage that stuff in our life, when we want to have a cookie or something, um, it's, we haven't learned to be okay with eating those things or we kind of bring shame upon it or we then work out or then restrict more. We want to invite you to add, what are you going to add that's going to add and fulfill your body? And um, Elizabeth had to explain too, she was talking about new, what you put in your body creates new cell generation. Um, and I thought that was so cool because really it's, what we're adding to our body that creates the new of what we're becoming. And it's the same with what we add in our life. That's creating who we are becoming. It's not what we're taking away. That's creating who we're becoming. That's just giving us lack and void and making us fill with something easier, fast, um, or something that we regret. So it's when we, what we add to our life that regenerates the new becoming of who we are becoming, but it's fulfilling. We're staying full. And so, what is so cool is like when you make a choice, when you choose, when you say yes to this broccoli, you're going to say no to that cookie. And it's not a saying, it's not a restriction. It's like, I'm full already. I don't need the cookie because I'm full. And what's filling me is good things. So it's what we choose that we just automatically say no to. We don't have to create um, a restriction or a limit because there's no space for that bad thing to come in anyways. So we're not in void trying to look for to fill something we are full not needing the thing that depletes us or uh, makes us feel junky or yucky or um, is toxic to our body 
That's really good. Yeah. Um, I was reading and it was talking about like our royal identity as daughters of the most high king, right? And it's like, you might not live in a palace and you might not have the fanciest dresses and jewelry and all of those things, but what you put in your body creates new cells, which makes up you, like your flesh, right? So we can treat ourselves like that. We can, we can fill ourselves with foods that are filled with antioxidants and amino acids, and we can flood our body and our, um, with water, and that's great for our skin and all of those things. Um, and another thing, you know, it's up to you and, and everyone else. Everyone has had a different journey with weight loss and nutrition and all of that. So just really ask the Lord for a revelation on this. But if the scale puts you in a place of discouragement, um, then the enemy's using it as a tool against you. And um, we've been talking a lot about how to bring heaven on earth. And many times that's operating and choosing, stepping in obedience, choosing to operate in the fruits of the spirit, right? So that feeds your spirit. Those fruits are, you know what, I might, I'm kind of hungry, but I'm going to wait a little bit because I feel like I'm good. I have an energy and I'm going to eat nap in an hour. And this is what I'm going to eat. And okay, that was self-control. And you know, I really could choose to be irritated and lash out at someone, but I'm going to choose patience. And oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. Like this brings me joy. Those things fill you. And so those are opportunities and moments for us to look at as we navigate life to feed ourselves the fruit of the spirit. But we were also talking about last night is how we can bring the opposite of heaven on earth. And that's bringing hell on earth. And how many times after a weekend or after a day where you maybe you're like, I'm just going to go enjoy a meal and not worry about, you know, like so much the calories or whatever. And then for days after, or maybe there was salt and you're feeling bloated or you get on the scale and it's three pounds up or five pounds up. And you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm not getting anywhere. I can't believe I did that. Like that's like hell. <laughs> and discouragement is one of the enemy's biggest tools. And so for me personally, I just had it drop in my spirit one day. I think I was just like laying there imagining like, what if I walked into the bathroom and stepped on my scale and it said like my perfect weight of 130 pounds. Cause it was up, it was up a little bit from that. <laughs> how, and, but I was thinking, how would I be feeling getting ready? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'd be like drinking water and like dancing and like finding a cute outfit and doing my hair and makeup and I would be more excited. But why would the number dictate my excitement? Because I believed a lie from the enemy because a stupid number on the scale. So I was like, okay, God, so you're saying I can feel that great and that amazing, even if I've gained five pounds. He's like, yeah, because that joy is for you. I created you for that joy. That joy doesn't come when you hit a number. That joy is yours. And so I just think having that awareness that the enemy's going to look for any, any foothold that he can get you on to keep you and slow you down so you're not operating in the fruit of the spirit joy and that you don't feel the confidence that you, have, you can have and you have access to by knowing whose you are and, and that God so, thought so much of you before you even accomplished anything and you were just an innocent baby, but he was like, oh, I'm going to breathe life into that one. Like, she's amazing. She's beautiful and she's mine. And he's so proud of you. No matter what, I'm going to cry. <laughs> no matter what the number on the scale says, um, he's so proud of you and he thinks you're so lovely and so amazing. And so up to you, moral of the story, up to you if you want the scale out or in. Um, 
And I think a big nugget of advice I would say is as you're navigating the things you're adding in, when you feel the pull to go reach for a cookie or chips or something, I'm not saying one or two is not bad, but if you feel a pull, like you can't stop, you have to stop and pause and take a breath and ask yourself what you're trying, what you're feeling and what you're trying to fill. Because there's probably you're uncomfortable about something. You're looking for comfort. And you have a Heavenly Father that wants to talk it out with you. He created you for perfection, not to experience the pain and the sin and the stress and the anxiety that comes from living in a fallen world. He created you for the Garden of Eden, but we have sin in the world. And so thankfully, God sent his son to die for us so that we could come back into alignment with him and we can talk to God openly about these pains in our heart. And we can ask, okay, you know, what, what does his word say about that? And then the scriptures, open your Bible, you'll find something, um, or it's going to drop in your spirit and you can look that up. And, um, and then the question is, okay, daughter, do you trust me? And yes, I do. Okay. Well, put some feet to your faith. What are you grateful for right now? And what can you do to make the most out of what you have and delight in it joyfully? And so this is not a quick fix. This is transformation and an invitation to process through pain to find lasting healing and transformation, something that, that can be sustainable. And in a quick fix, instant gratification world, we don't want that. We want the Band-Aid. We want to fit in the pants. We want to feel good. But then what happens? Boom. I think there's so much goodness there. I don't want to add more. I want them to really sit on what those things are. Um, but so as I guess, so as we go forward with what Elizabeth has shared and maybe what you're feeling and what's stirring in you, um, where have you removed something that makes you feel lack, makes you feel void, makes you feel like you have to limit or restrict yourself when we are made to be free and what have you removed? And maybe instead of removing that, um, what are you going to choose to add in every day in your actions with who you align with, with what you align your body, put in your body to align your body. And um, where have we removed and put ourselves in a box because we can't go there. We can't eat this. We can't, see that person, we can't, you know, every time we remove something, we limit the sides of our walls and we live in a box and we don't feel free and we feel upset or irritated and it stress and it anxiety and it causes us to do things that um, are feeding and regenerating into a more yucky person, more yucky uh, characters because you know we don't feel free so we're angry or we're bitter um so where have you put yourself in a box where have you limited things and where do we need to break those limits down and just say no i'm just gonna add i'm gonna choose to add this i'm gonna choose to add this because when my fridge is full with good things i don't have room to put pop in it and if I have enough good stuff, I don't need to go searching because I'm full and my fridge is full. So um, as we move forward, as this new 
false start, we want to challenge and add a challenge. But we're going to challenge our flesh by choosing to add fulfilling, fruitful things. And we have decided, you know, a gallon of water a day um, and three veg or a vegetable for three meals of the day. And if you add those things in it, you will feel full in a different way. You will feel renewed. You'll feel stronger. You'll feel more energized. And, um, you know, maybe you want a cookie the next day. But if you're eating those vegetables first, you may not have room for a cookie. And you may not want the cookie. And if you do have the cookie, you probably won't gorge on the cookie because you're full. So um, it's a different way to go about it. And I'm excited. And I hope you choose to join us and get excited about this new way of thinking, too. I was thinking as you were talking about like, okay, if I'm eating the vegetables, well, I'm filling myself up and all of these new cells are going to be made from mainly the vegetables. And if I have a cookie, then it's not a big deal because I didn't fill up on cookies and then try to sneak a vegetable in, you know? So it's just like the slight edge. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be gung-ho. Don't obsess about the result. Really look at this as a time to process through your habits, question yourself, talk to God. And if you find yourself falling into a trap, like for me, the trap is typically late at night when I want something to munch on and um, pausing. And that would be a good first step. Just like five really deep breaths and put your hand on your heart and your belly and just look, feel as you breathe and look at yourself as more than just a stomach, more than just a physical body and just breathe and, and you really ask, like, what am I feeling and what do I need? That would be a good emotional, spiritual step as well, in addition to the water and the vegetables. And then if you want to join us be further than just the challenge, we, every morning, Monday through Friday, we show up at 6 a.m. with girls. Um, we post the workouts if you don't make the 6 a.m. call Pacific time. Um, and so we work out together. We talk about life on Wednesdays together. and really connect in relationship deeper in our hearts and what we desire and we do prayer calls. So um, if you want to join in with the community, the Bloom Strong Academy, um, find us, message us, and we can send you the link so you can go deeper with us. And another thing we just wanted to speak out was in Bloomstrong, we really do believe that the most beautiful things are already inside you and who God created you to be. And in a world where they want you to look outside of yourself and aspire and strive to be or to have or to do, we know that um, the fullness of life is operating in who God made you to be and really pulling out the things that he's speaking to you personally and he's uniquely placed inside of you. So that's kind of how we're different. And I hope that that comforts you and puts confidence in you and gives you a hope for a lasting change and transformation and also a legacy that you want to leave for years to come. That was awesome. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you feel inspired, hopeful, and empowered to walk in faith, live with intention, and deepen your roots in truth. If you love this podcast, please leave us a review and share the inspiration with a friend. Maybe you're also feeling a stirring, like it's time for you 
to break through and bloom strong in who you know you're supposed to be. If so, we challenge you to go to ladiescommittofit.com and click our Bloom Strong coaching program, where we walk together through creating the life you desire by first stewarding a strong, healthy, and clear vision of who you were made to be. Remember, together we achieve more, and together we bloom strong.